0: Player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 266 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother... Well, no, he's not here. Sean's not here. Sean had a baby, but we'll get to that here in a second. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast. We're just about every week, two brothers, sometimes one, get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash 2 co-op. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar. John Tangley and Derek Bamford did, as well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. If you couldn't tell by now, was that a beer and a drink? No, it was a, yes, it was an IPA. Uh, It was a, it's called 201 Hoppler from a local brewery here. In Cordova, Tennessee, yeah, lights, yeah, uh, yeah. Sean is not here, obviously, so I'm going solo. We're doing single player edition of the two player co-op podcast because Sean had a baby, and she's beautiful. She's perfect, and I'm so happy for him and Brittany. Um, and he needs some time off, obviously. So, for at least this week, I'm going to do this single player, um. I'm so happy for Sean and Brittany, and it's just the best thing ever, and yeah, she's perfect. She's healthy. Mom and dad are good. Baby's good. Everybody's good. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, Sean's taking care of way more important things than this podcast, and he'll be back at some point, I hope, Sean. Uh, don't leave me hanging. Um, but yeah, Uh So yeah, it's weird for me to do a solo podcast. I've done it one time before, three years ago when Sean also had a baby. Um, And I was nervous about it, but it worked out pretty well. Uh, I sent out a link to everybody to ask any questions they had for the podcast because it makes it a lot easier than me just talking for an hour or so to myself, by myself. Um, And we did have some questions, but before we get to all those there's one thing I want to talk about first and it has nothing to do with video games and that is Dexter New Blood. So, no spoilers. If you care about Dexter at all, you've probably already seen it. But, just in case, I will say this. Dexter is a show that I've loved for a very long time. Um, But it was not without its bumps in the road. Uh... The first four seasons of Dexter, I would put them up against Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Game of Thrones, I guess. I've never watched it, so I don't know. But, like, I would put it up against anything when it comes to being one of the greatest TV shows ever. Um, But, yeah, the, the last four seasons were not great. Five was eh, – six was horrible. We, we could see what was going on the entire time, but it ended with – well, I, I won't spoil it. It ended with something that should have happened probably a few seasons prior, but it happened. Then season seven happens, and Isaac Serko was the the big bad. Um, it was the only redeeming... It was the only good season out of the last four, I would say. Um, season eight was horrible. The finale, of course, you know. Whether you know about Dexter or not, the series finale was one of the worst things that's ever happened ever. Uh, John, you want to watch it? trust me. Um, and because of that, we all knew that Dexter did not go out the way that he or the show should have. But when I saw that they announced Dexter new Blood, I was like, yes, let's 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 go. I'm so happy at least we get one more shot at this. I'm not throwing away my shot, and the showrunners and the writers did not throw away their shot. I will say that. Um, Like I said, this show has meant a lot to me for a long time, Um, and I'm so thankful that New Blood happened. Um, I watched the finale this morning. I'm recording this Sunday night. I watched it this morning. I've been reading articles All day after that, and it was, dare I say, perfect? Um, not that the show was perfect, but the ending was perfect. It's its what should have happened. Um, and, again, I'm recording this Sunday night. There's going to be an announcement apparently happening uh, Monday tomorrow, as I'm recording this, um, about the future of Dexter. So I'm very interested to see what that is. Um, like I was texting Sean earlier, it's kind of like Uncharted 4, where it wraps everything up perfectly, but I could see how Uncharted could live on, I could see how Dexter could live on. That's all I'm going to say, but, uh, for me, when I look back on New Blood, I would rank it as my third favorite season of Dexter. I would go, I used to always think Trinity, season four, was number one. Like, no doubt, it's number one. Okay, cool. But, about a year, I think it was about a year and a half ago. Maybe it was about a year ago. I can't remember. Whenever they announced New Blood, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and watch everything. I'm going to watch the entire series beginning to end. After I did I was like, wow. Season four, like, Trinity was awesome, but I think the actual season wasn't the best which I was surprised about so I'm going to go back right now and watch everything again but as it stands now I think I've got my ranking is this season 1 season 4 so we've got Ice Truck Killer Trinity and then number 3 for me is New Blood after that I would put Two. Lila. Three. Uh, oh God, what's his name? I can't remember his name. And then after that, it just kind of goes downhill. Then it's seven. Five. S- th- th- it's like okay, so one, four, New Blood. Two, three. Seven, and then it's like five, and then down here below the table, six, and eight. (sighs) I will say this. They did a great job making up for whatever the hell that was at the end of season eight. Um, Everything about New Blood was amazing. I'm so glad we got it. I'm looking forward to whatever the announcement is tomorrow. But, man, this... Season was perfect. Also, Dexter was always twelve episodes. New Blood was only ten. I like that. It's like a lot of a lot of seasons of Dexter. There was a couple of filler episodes. This season didn't feel like it had any filler in it at all, which made me happy. But um, yeah, I, I hate that it's done as of now. But it was, it was awesome. I'm very happy. Uh, Michael C Hall is the man. There's no one else that could have ever played Dexter. I haven't read the books. Again, a little bit of stream of consciousness going right now because Sean's not here. Um, But, man, I read this past week when I was getting ready for the finale that uh, if you know Dexter, you know he's got a dark passenger, the, 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 the whatever inside of him that makes him want to kill people because he saw his mom, whatever. In the books, so my mom has always told me I should read the books. But then I found out, I think there's been seven or eight books. I'm not sure. But in the third book, they talk about his dark passenger and his dark passion, his dark passenger is an actual demon, like an actual demon. Oh my God, Sean, remember that bug I squished? It's back. Oh my God. Our dark passenger is back. I see it right now. Hopefully it doesn't fly at me because this will be interesting. Um, But in the books, apparently his dark passenger is an actual demon, like a demon. And I'm like, no, I will never, ever read these books because that's just stupid. So, yeah. Dexter New Blood is amazing. Bear with me while I take a drink of water because I'm going to talk a lot and I need refreshments. Dexter New Blood. Cheers. All right. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's on the light. Sean's on the light. Do I kill it? Do I give in to my dark passenger? I'm barefooted. I don't have any shoes to kill it with. Uh, I don't like this one bit. Yes, he is back. Oh, my God. He's, dext- he's going to take his. Sean, he's on the light right here. Oh, God almighty. Now I can't see the chat because I'm looking in the light. Okay, well, this should be fun. Let's see when this thing flies over here. I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, This is the part in the podcast podcast where every week we talk about what we've been playing. I will say this. Oh, I didn't bring it up here with me. Um, Honestly, I've been in a little bit of a slump. Um, I don't know if it's because I got the Xbox. Well, yeah, this is what I think it is. So I started Halo... Forza, Dead Cells, Battletoads, Guardians. I I played a lot of games, and then it was like this past week when family wasn't in town anymore and everything. I was like, I don't play video games. But then it it's almost like I have too much to play, and because of that, I haven't played literally anything. Well, no, I played a little bit more Halo. Um. This bug is scaring the crap out of me. I can see it on the light. What if I can take a picture for you, Sean? Um, But yeah, I have not played... Oh, there he is. Boom. All right, Sean, come to you. Um, I haven't played anything. I just feel like I'm in a slump and I don't know what to play. Um, Sean, sending you this now it's almost like paralysis by analysis or something. Um, Sean's been playing a lot of Final Fantasy X. He's determined to get the platinum against his better judgment. Well, good for you. I have... Like I said, I've been playing a little bit of Halo, but what I've enjoyed a lot the last few days is we got the, uh, well, Sean got it a couple days before me for some reason, because I'm pretty sure I ordered it before he did, but whatever, that's fine. Um, the uh, unofficial Genesis slash Mega Drive encyclopedia, which details every, uh, I was going to bring it up here and I forgot, every Genesis also every 32x and sega cd game oh okay it's on the cord now um that ever came out and um yay for time delay yes oh my god it's flying around oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna what what the hell what is it sean i don't know where it is i i can't see it now it flew under the table oh my god i'm gonna die um but I love this book so much, and reading through some of the, the uh, entries, oh God, it's flying. Uh, it gave us some ideas for our next couple episodes of uh, verses. Uh, so when Sean gets back, we will be recording our next episode of verses. We're excited about that. We got an idea for the one after that, but yeah, the unofficial Genesis Mega Drive encyclopedia from Chris Scullion is awesome i did not know he had already put out an nes and snes encyclopedia as well um but the genesis one is so good it's it was made for people like sean and i um and that has gotten me through the last couple of days um when i don't oh my god it's crawling up the light now my god almighty um When I don't feel like playing video games, I just like to read about video games, and it's been awesome. Um, It is a stink bug, but it doesn't stink. Oh, it's going from the light pole to the table now. Great. Okay. All right, Kevin, focus. All right. So, I asked for questions to help me get through this episode by myself. Some of these will apply later on, but for now, let's go through the ones... That don't apply to anything I'm going to talk about. And the first one is... So, I think somebody submitted all six of these. Uh, I don't know who you are, but thank you. Um, Let's see. Okay, so the first one that I'm not going to talk about later is... Did you complete the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn? Are you going to replay it before Forbidden West? So... No. And I already did. So, when... We all know Zelda is Belder, but it will if you smush it. No, I smushed it last time and it didn't stink, Sean. When Horizon came out, I bought the Frozen Wilds DLC. I played it for about 30 minutes, and then I got onto something else. I never went back. About three, four months ago, I had nothing else to play, so I, and it was right after the PS5 patch came out for Horizon. I downloaded it again. Play through it again. I did new game plus. That's fine. Um and I loved it. But I I could definitely see the issues with it that were more apparent more apparent more apparent this time than the first time I played it. Um And I I, I beat it. I started the Frozen Wilds again. I got further than I did the first time, but again, I just fell off it for something else. And That was it. So I still have not beaten the Frozen Wilds. But Horizon was just as good as I remember it. Again, like I said, some of the issues kind of stand out more than they did back then. But I'm so excited for Forbidden West and something else that we'll talk about a little bit later here in the podcast. Stay tuned. Are you excited about the new Hogwarts game? No. So look, I've never read Harry Potter. I saw the first movie with my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. And it was cool. I was like, man, I wish they would make a Zelda movie. And that's all I remember about it. Uh, I don't care about Harry Potter. I don't care about Fantastic Beasts or anything like that. The game does look kind of cool from the little bit that we've seen. But it's just, it's not for me. People that are into Harry Potter, I hope, will love this game. Don't let all the other crap about J.K. and whatever, like... Oh my god, just just play the game. Like it if you like it. Don't if you don't, but yeah. Most anticipated game this year. <sighs> Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok. Uh, but like I say that, but like part of me is saying that quote unquote the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um might be my most anticipated but it's the reason I'm saying Ragnarok is like God of War 1, 2, 3 Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus were all great then God of War 2018 took it to another level it's my third favorite game of all time behind MGS3 Link to the Past and then it's God of War um If I knew what Breath of the Wild 2 was going to be, that could easily overtake God of War as my most anticipated game. My thing is, and Sean and I have said this so many times on the podcast, look, if we can get back to Zelda being Belder, which means dungeons... Weapons that don't break, what the hell? Like, why, why, why? Even when you get the Master Sword, it's like, ooh, it powered down. Why? And and people that defend this, like, good for you, but I, I will never, ever, ever, ever understand why. Why, why? If you have a stick and I'm hitting a, a Mogoblin, whatever it's called, and it breaks, okay, I get that. If I'm hitting him with a Master Sword... The freaking Master Sword. And I hit somebody too many times. It's like, boom. And it powers down. What? Imagine if Luke and Vader are facing off with their lightsabers. And Luke's like, bing, 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 bing. I'm sorry, Vader. I hit too many other light sabers before i got to you uh i guess i have to just like do cartwheels or something it's so stupid like the the further and further i get away from that game the more it makes me so mad but at the same time i am so excited for whatever botw2 ends up being what i want is weapons don't break john tinkley in the chat there's no defending breakable weapons in zelda amen brother thank you no breakable weapons i want actual dungeons i don't have to have like 12 or 16 or like just like between four and eight somewhere in there actual dungeons where we get actual items like just give me that the open world i'm fine with that don't make my weapons break give me real dungeons I want to know what the hell's going on with Ganondorf or his corpse or whatever the hell that is in the trailers. (sighs) So yeah, most anticipated right now with a caveat is Ragnarok. That's one. One A is Breath of Wild 2, depending on what they do with it. And then after that, it's Horizon and who knows after that. I think I got one more question here. Yeah, so two of these we're going to answer later. We me. Are you getting Cyberpunk PS5 when it releases? No. CD Project Red can kick rocks until there's no more rocks to be kicked. Like if if I ever play that game, like I didn't care about that game in the lead up to it. And then it released, and then there was all the lies, and we're not going to review this on console. We're going to review re- review it on the most highest NPCs and all this stuff. I thought I thought Witcher Three was overrated. Uh, I played it it for a couple hours, and it was just like, bleh. I, I just I didn't care at all. Um, Cyberpunk. I will play Cyberpunk if. I can find the PS4 disc version at GameStop for like ten bucks, and that way, ten bucks goes to GameStop and zero goes to CD Projekt Red. So, um, no, I uh, bug update. I don't know where he is, Sean. I forgot about him. Then he asked me, "Damn it, Sean!" Um, but no, CD Projekt Red sucks, and I. <sighs> I don't care about Witcher 3 on PS5 I don't care about Cyberpunk on PS5 for a while Sean was saying he wanted to play this game and then it came out and he was like yeah no no I'm good um but yeah I again if I could get it on sale for 10 bucks at GameStop and then I can get the PS5 version for free maybe I'll try it then when I know none of that money is going to them but yeah those guys are a bunch of freaking jackasses so Yeah, cyberpunk, cyber sucks. All right. Now, Sean, are you ready? Oh, you're not here. Want to get news of the week? Yes, Kevin. All right. So, in January, you never know what kind of news you're going to have, if there is any at all. But thank you, Sony slash PlayStation, for giving us some news. This comes from the PS blog. PSVR 2 is the official name of the next generation of PlayStation VR. Happy New Year, everyone. It is my great pleasure to start off 2022, 2022, Sean, with news on our next generation virtual reality system for the PS5 console, starting with the official name, PlayStation VR 2. And our new VR controller, PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller. <clears throat> PlayStation VR 2 takes VR gaming to a whole new level, enabling a greater sense of presence and allowing players to escape into game worlds like never before. With the headset on and controllers in hand, players will feel a heightened range of sensations unlike any other. Thanks to the creativity of the game worlds being built by our world-class developers and the latest technology incorporated into the hardware. Building upon our innovations from PS5, PlayStation VR 2 adds a true next-gen experience with high-fidelity visuals, new sensory features, and enhanced tracking, along with a simplified single-chord setup. So then they go into all the details here, blah, 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 blah. And we'll t- I'll talk about it here in a, in a second. All these advancements in PSVR 2 combined with haptic feedback and adaptive triggers from the PSVR 2 sense controllers enable players to feel and interact with games in a much more visceral way. PSVR 2 will also have a simple set of process. With a single cable connected directly to PS5, you can immediately jump into the VR experience. I hope you've enjoyed today's exciting details. Just a reminder, this is only a taste of things to come. And I can't wait to share more details with you about PSVR 2. All right, so here we are. So PSVR 2, we have the Sense Controllers. We saw them a while ago, but now we know they're called the Sense Controllers. But now we know about the headset a little bit more. 4K HDR OLED screens, producing quote, best in class visuals, end quote. There will be 110 degree field of view there will be vibration in the headset with foveated rendering, 3D audio. By the way, fovea- i said this before, but foveated rendering is just... It, it makes me sound so smart saying it. There will be 3D audio. There will be inside-out tracking. Oh, my God. Inside-out tracking using cameras in the headset. I'm so scared right now. There will be eye tracking. So, like, if you look... It's going to move with you. Uh, Again, one chord setup. So after this came out, and also, so this was done at CES. We're going to talk about some of this other stuff too. Um, But after the presentation was made, they said they have nothing to share right now, right now, when it comes to backwards compatibility. I saw some people online saying, "Well, I get it. Like maybe they can't do backwards compatibility because those games were based off of tracking the the PlayStation camera and the Move whatever, like the light on the thing, whatever." But I'm like <sighs> Sony has to make this thing back compat. Period. If I if I spend whatever it's going to cost and I'll talk about that here in a second. Oh my god! And I can't play Astros what what, what not Playroom Astrobot Rescue Mission. Um, I want to watch this episode in VR to see the killer bug. Oh, you saw it on camera, Sean? Oh sh nikes. Okay, uh, you might have heard that. Oh my god! Stop! Oh my god! sean where are you come back next week please my god uh i don't know what i was saying um oh yeah back and pat you you cannot tell me that i'm gonna spend whatever amount of dollars on this thing and not be able to play moss and uh rescue mission and re7 and whatever else like we know Sony doesn't have the best track record when it comes to back compat. But with something as important as PSVR2, they 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 can't screw this up. I love how you guys are OMG there it is. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were here. It's worse than in VR because it's actually going to land on my head at some point. I'm going to I'm going to trip over Sean's chair. Which I put on the floor, so it's not in the shot. It's right here. So if I try to run away from this thing, I will trip over it and I will die. Well, I might not die, but I might. <laughs> Dexter might come to get me. Um, Bat has to be there. Period. Are you kidding me? Like, there's not a lot of great games on PSVR, but the games that are great, like you, you cannot release two and not let us play those games. Like at least PS5, they they didn't get back compat right, but they let us play PS4 games, except for every PS4 game except what five or six of them, I think something like that. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait to watch this back and see the <laughs> see the freaking bug trying to kill me. Um, okay, but actual PSVR2. Okay, <sighs> chat. Let me know what you think this thing's going to cost, and then I'll let you know what I think. Um, it's interesting that they call the controllers sense controllers. They're not dual sense, which kind of would have made sense because there's two, two, dual, 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 dual sense, one, two. Um The fact that they're going for 4K HDR OLED screens, and I forget what the resolution is in each eye, whatever it is, I I I I can't remember. I'm not that smart. Um, But 110 degree field of view, cool. The the one thing that makes me kind of, and Sean, let me know. Vibration in the headset was that a thing on PSVR one? Because while it seems like oh that's cool, you're going to get really involved in your VR experiences and stuff. But like if my head, if I got this thing in my head and it's like, I think it's going to freak me out. Um, I don't know. So yeah, let me know, Sean, if that if that was a thing in PSVR 1. Foveated rendering, I forget what that means 3D audio at this point, that's assumed. Uh, the inside out tracking, using the cameras in the headset, thank you. The, the whole, <sighs> I'm fine with one cord. Let me say that. Yes, Oculus Quest 2, my kid has it, it's cool, but the fact that it's all just contained in that headset means you cannot get the best experience. I'm fine with one cord. Oh, Sean says he has I think it reminds me of the laser tech thing we had as a the kids. The, the thing in our chest where it's was like the the big red thing with the it was like gray with the red circle. And it was like bah. um yeah, I, I'm happy for the one cord setup. You have something as powerful as the PS5. Plug a freaking cord into it to power this stupid hat that you're going to put on your head and go into another world. Out of this world. Um, I'm fine with that. Yes, it would be cool if it was wireless, but if it was wireless, you would not get best-in-class visuals or anything like that. Um so I get it. And honestly, at this point, before we get to the next story, I'm I'm of the mindset right now. Look, I already spent five hundred dollars on PS5. OK, I just want to know when pre orders go live because I want this thing. I, I didn't buy into PSVR. Sean got one. I did not. I want PSVR, too. So there were also some rumors saying that and I don't believe this at all. Out of, I think rumors were coming out of China, China, (laughs) that PSVR 2 is supposed to start shipping in Q2. I don't believe that. Now, they might ship then. I don't believe for a second that that's when it's going to go on sale. My prediction, though, so October 23rd, I think. Of 2016 was when PSVR went on sale. It was either a week before or a week after the PS4 Pro went on sale. I can't remember. But my prediction is... Uh, I think it will... Well... I think it will come out this fall. I do not think the next news item that I'm going to talk about comes out this fall. I think that's next year at least. I think it's out this fall. I think so. PSVR one launched launched Sean for $400. Same cost as the PS4 pro at that point. I don't think this comes out at $500. My, my guess is that it's 400 and they take a loss a little bit of a loss. Maybe it's $440, four forty, four fifty to make it. Whatever they sell it for four hundred. People, I've heard a lot of people saying they think it's going to be three hundred to compete with Oculus. There's no way the the specs they're talking about. There's no way. There there there's no way this thing's going to be three hundred dollars. I think four hundred is best case. I also hope that because PlayStation sold me a PS five on PS Direct. I hope they give me a chance to buy one of these things on PS direct because I will. Um, So yeah, my prediction is October $400. Best case scenario would be tree 50 is what I'm saying. John Tingley. I hope they make it in-store purchase only for brick and mortar stores. They won't, especially in the world we're living in right now. They, I would love that, but there's, there's just, there's, there's, yeah, there's yeah there's no way there's no way I want it I like it I want I want to I, I want water oh my god the bug where'd he go okay should I kill him be right back YouTube.com slash two player co op. Oh, my God, where is he? Where did you go? Ah! Ah! Damn it. All right, never mind. Keep this here for when he comes back. All right, next item on the news list, Shawan. Let's go to, again, the PS Blog. Horizon Call of the Mountain is official. Again, PS Blog. With only a few more weeks to go until Horizon Forbidden West... Launching February 18th, 2022, we're thrilled to reveal that we'll soon be journeying back out into the wilds in a brand new adventure with Horizon Call the Mountain. No colon, just Horizon Call the Mountain. Weird. Created for PlayStation VR 2, this unique experience has been designed to push hardware technology, innovation, and gameplay. The stunning visuals and brand new PSVR 2 Sense controllers give new meaning to being fully immersed into the world of Horizon. We don't want to reveal too much yet, but this story will be told through the eyes of an entirely new character. You will also meet Aloy, other familiar faces, and new characters along the way. We will be introducing you to the protagonist of Horizon Call the Mountain soon. We're looking forward to welcoming VR fans into our wonderful Horizon community, and giving you all an unforgettable experiments. experience, not experiments. I heard it. Horizon Called the Mountain has been proudly developed with the team at Fire Sprite and will soon be revealing more about what you can expect from the game. Until then, check out the teaser trailer. So, there was a teaser trailer released. I will say, if this is what the game ends up looking like, this is right up there with Half-Life Alex when it comes to visuals in a VR game. Also, rumors going around everything, I will say this. I do think that both... Half-Life Alex and RE4 VR come to PSVR 2 at launch. That's why I don't think it matters that Horizon Call the Mountain is going to be later on because I think you do get Alex and RE4 VR at launch. So I'll say that. Um, so now we know why PlayStation bought Fire Sprite. uh What the frick? Oh, Sean, come home. Um, we know why they bought them now. Uh, it is funny that they say Fire Firesprite and Gorilla. I feel like Gorilla is just like, hey, here's the assets. Take them. Make your game. Whatever. I, I – what I wonder – oh, my God. I can hear this thing bouncing off of everything in this room – what I wonder is if, I feel like Fire Sprite was kind of making, before PlayStation bought them, I feel like Fire Sprite was probably making a proof of concept for this game in VR before they bought them. <clears throat> and then they basically, I don't know how programming works, but I assume they were like, okay, substitute Kevin for unnamed protagonist, substitute Sean For Aloy. You know, whatever. I I feel like they were doing something like that, and that's why PlayStation was like, okay, we got to buy these guys. We got to lock them up. I'm going to throw this at that bug whenever I see it. Um, But, yeah. If this... (sighs) Obviously, this game is super early right now. Right now. um, (sighs) But, man... I cannot imagine. So if I've got a if I've got a VR hat on my head, and I'm playing Horizon, and I look up at a tall neck, and like I, I I'll never forget when I was playing Horizon for the first time. The first time I, cr- I came across a tall neck, and I was like, oh, I, I was like awestruck. It, it wasn't like watching Jurassic Park or anything, but it was similar. Um, but just to see this beautiful, gigantic robot dinosaur towering over everything was amazing just sitting on my 50 inch TV and whatever. But then to think about if I got a VR hat on my head and I'm looking up and it's just like, Oh my God. Like, I think it's of all the first party IP that Sony has. I think it's really because the robot dinosaurs that I think Horizon is the perfect it's the perfect IP to make a VR game out of. Um It is interesting that Aloy you don't play as Aloy, you're gonna play as somebody else who we don't know yet. We'll get all that in the months to come. But I wonder when this game takes place. Not that I thought they would ever kill Aloy, but I feel like this probably takes place after Horizon Forbidden West. So now we know Aloy won't die. Obviously, we all assume she's not going to die anyways. Um, It looks great for an early game. I agree. Um, The thing that I noticed, and I'm sure 100 million other people noticed, look at the logo. So it used to just be Horizon Zero Dawn. And then it was... They updated the logo for horizon zero dawn, and then in between the two lines there was a there was a one and then it was like horizon for ben west and in that in between the line there was two so horizon two for ben west horizon one zero dawn now if you look at the logo it's horizon v r <laughs> call the mountain I like that I appreciate that um <sighs> I feel like the only way Sony could screw this up... Well, well, there's two ways. The, the first way is that... Still, nobody can get the PS5. So, the success of PSVR 2 is baked into people being able to get PS5. If they can't get PS5, they can't get PSVR 2. So, yeah. Um, but, man. If... I don't want this to be another Vita. I feel like PSVR 1 was kind of PS Vita. Um, I love my Vita. Uh, A lot of people that got it loved it. But clearly, Sony never did. Um, There's some great games on there. Severed is my favorite game on the Vita uh, I think it was perfect on there. You can get it on Switch, mobile, whatever, but it, it felt like it, it, it felt like it was made for Vita. It was perfect. Um, if you could make a first-person dungeon crawler Zelda clone, you couldn't do it any better than Drinkbox did. And we'll talk about that here in a minute as well. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so hopeful for this game. I'm I'm sold on PSVR2 right now. Uh, And I hope they deliver, but we will see. And the last item here on the news list is this. Oh, so this is kind of a heavy one. This comes from Push Square. We're talking about Days Gone, their sales numbers, and apparently they pitched an open world resistance game. Again, Push Square. Days Gone director Jeff Ross said he wanted to make an open-world resistance game after developer Sony Ben couldn't get its pitch for a sequel to its 2019 title off the ground. Speaking in an interview with a controversial David Jaffe. What? Don't say that. David Jaffe's awesome. Don't, don't... <laughs> whatever. Ross explains how Sony asked if there were any other IPs the studio would like to explore. Siphon filter was suggested by Sony, but Ross said he would actually he actually would have liked to produce a new entry in the PS3 series Resistance and make it open world. Excuse me, I need water. Jeff Ross said, quote, The pitch I was making was an open world resistance would be effing rad. We have all these open world loops that we figured out. And it almost wrote itself with resistance. There were so many aspects of that property that kind of lent itself to open-world gameplay. Unquote. However, Ross said Sony didn't seem interested in that pitch. The Siphon Filter IP is one of those, is one that was suggested to Sony Ben, but Ross said Ross says he wouldn't know how what to do with a reboot of a predominantly PS1 series. Quote, I have zero issue. I have zero ideas on how to reboot Siphon Filter. I was not interested in that at all, end quote. The director was also asked about Days Gone 2's failed pitch, to which he answered it was essentially DOA, quote, it did get reviewed on a level right above the studio, but I don't think it went any further than that. The reviews were through the lens of, quote, the first one was a train wreck in so many ways and didn't sell awesome, end quote, and let's just keep these guys busy, end quote. He goes on to explain how it became immediately clear Sony wasn't interested in a Days Gone 2 pitch. Quote, It was clear that it was a non-starter and there was nothing in the pitch that made the local manager and his bosses feel good about it. That's probably a failure of the creative group. It was an uphill battle. End quote. The comments came after Ross tweeted out how he believes Days Gone has sold 8 million copies, the same as Ghost of Tsushima, which Sony celebrated during its CES 2022 conference. Quote, At the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and a month and sold over 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more and then a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment, he said. Okay, so let's get back to the questions. Whoever it was that wrote in, what would you rate Days Gone? Would you want a sequel? So again, James Solar, I'm sorry. I have not played Days Gone. So I cannot rate it. I'm not saying James wrote in with that. I'm just saying I can't rate it. Um, It never seemed like a game that was for me. I have it on my PS5. I still have not played it. But um, without having played it, I always thought Days Gone was kind of a proof of concept that... It could have been something really cool if it was given the right budget, the right creative directive and everything. Um, and I kind of did want it to get a sequel because it, it, it reminds me of, again, I have not played it, but it reminds me of Assassin's Creed 1, and I know they're both Ubisoft games, but Assassin's Creed 1 and Watchdogs 1. Assassin's Creed 2 supposedly took... Ass creed and took it to another level. I can say from experience that Watch Dogs 1 was fine, but then Watchdogs 2 came around and it was not not perfect, I'm not saying that, but it was like it was so much better. Like I think a lot of studios, when you're making a new IP, you're trying something new. Whatever you're, you're, you're trying stuff. You're throwing darts against the wall. See what sticks. See what doesn't. And then when you go back to do the sequel, you have a lot more experience and you know what works and what doesn't. I feel like everything I've read about Days Gone, Gone, is that it's weird that like, yeah, Sean never got into it. It's like. There's something there, but it's so weird when, like... Okay, this is my thing. All the marketing leading up to the release of this game was about the hordes and the zombies or the freakers or the creepers or the meekers, whatever they are. I I don't know what they're called. Um, But, like... That's cool, but then when I read about people playing the game it's like you can't actually do the hordes until you've like beat the game or whatever. I, I I don't know what it is. Don't don't quote me, but like it's not something you experience during your first playthrough of the story. That's super weird to me. Um I I, I don't know. The the bigger thing for me is John says it was rough on PS4 Pro, stopped playing after a week or two. I, yeah, I get that. Um, Man. Uh, So you can say that this game sold 8 million copies in a year and a half. Cool, but I'm not a Sony pony, whatever. Um, I feel like this game was (laughs) like 50% off a month after it came out and then even more of a discount after that. So 8 million copies, but what was the revenue? You know, they were making this game for six, seven years. I think like, I I don't know. Um, The thing that hurts me about this is the whole siphon filter thing. Um, Again, I am, (laughs) I have a metal gear Rex, shaped hole in my heart that I hope will get filled this year, or at least get filled with a shagohad. But man, like I feel like siphon filter, if they could revive siphon filter, whether it's bend or somebody else, that's something that Microsoft is not doing. Like obviously Microsoft's got Xenomax, they got Bethesda, they got, Starfield, whatever's going to be over there, they got Elder Scrolls Six, probably going to be a console exclusive, and whatever else, Stalker Two, all this other crap. But like, and there, there was also these rumors I saw. I didn't put it in the wrap up or anything about how Sony has apparently greenlit a Metal Gear slash Splinter Cell kind of game from a first party studio. Mm, okay, if that's true, it's got to be it's got to be and Filter. Um, but I feel like that's something that could and should be done but will it i i don't know um i hate how sony ben got treated again i have not played days gone but um to be one of like the first party studios and to be treated like they have like i don't know I get why people have left. Apparently, Colin's going to be interviewing Jeff Ross and a couple other people from uh, Sony Ben that have left um, on a Sacred Symbols Plus episode, cheap plug, um, in the coming weeks, so I'm very interested to see how that goes. But, yeah. Whenever I hear Siphon Filter, it makes me think of Metal Gear and it makes me sad. So that's it. Um... I did have another news item here, but I don't want to read it because, like, what, what the hell? Ken Levine's hard to work for. Okay. Yeah. And, like, Schreier, it's so weird. Like, I used to respect Schreier so much. And now he's just like, oh, God, the bug. Oh, God. Hold on. hey the bug is dead okay so (laughs) RIP bug Uh, my name is Dexter uh, Schreier used to just be a journalist but like for the last three or four years it's all like unions blah 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 no matter what you think about unions like I don't care but he's clearly just working with an agenda and then this whole thing and again I I listened to Colin this weekend on Sacred Symbols like Ken Levine is a quote unquote a um, and working for somebody like that is never going to be easy working for Kojima. My Lord and savior is not easy. Um, I'm sure if you're working for Nolan or whatever, making a movie like that's not easy. These people have a vision and stuff. And to say the games in development hell, when there's no game actually announced is stupid. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So, time for the wrap-up. E3 is online only again this year. I think E3 is dead. I think we kind of knew that last year. Um, But with it going online only, I feel like it's now confirmed. And no matter what what other people think, that sucks. Like, I love E3. I love the time frame. I love just like nerd Christmas and everything Um, it sucks but yeah I I I don't know Um, we don't need E3 I know that but it still sucks to see it go away which I assume is what will happen next year and also the ESA sucks so whatever screw them uh, let me see. okay. Next up on the wrap up, the Last of Us remake is rumored to be almost complete and it is coming this year. And I did get one more question about this. Last of Us remake, is it real? What would you rate the first? Uh, I definitely f- think that the remake is real. Uh, the first game, see this is when it's so it- it's so weird. The first game is no lower than a 9 out of 10 or a 9.5 out of 10. And while a lot of people are like, oh, why would you make a game that's only, you know, 8, 9 years old? Okay, I get that. But when I went back to play The Last of Us before the sequel came out, playing it on PS4, I was like, I love this game. I love this story. But, man, this game is not fun to play. And again, it came out eight, nine years ago. So. His self-importance always. Yep, exactly, John and Sean. Thank you. Uh, does The Last of Us need a remake? No. Will I play it? Yes. Do I think it can improve on the original Yes, as long as everything I've said about the Metal Gear remakes, do not touch the story at all. Improve the gameplay, more enemies, different enemies, whatever. Do not touch the story. Do not touch the cutscenes. If they do that, and and again with the Last of Us Part Two, if you played it, they've got Ellie and Joel assets they can use. Assets, not asses. Assets. I am so cut They got all the assets they need. Um, But yeah, it's. I think it's definitely real. Neil Druckmann, I didn't even talk about this earlier, sorry. Neil Druckmann said they've been working on multiple game projects. Um, So we know that means, at a minimum, Last of Us Remake, factions, and something new, or God help us, Last of Us Part 3. I hope we're not getting Last of Us Part 3 what I hope is that we're getting put this out in the ether the first of us I know that's corny and I know it's been made before but I would like to know what Joel was doing but after spoiler alert after his daughter died in the 20 years between that and when he met Ellie what happened call it the first of us Give us that game. Derek's here. Haven't opened last of us two. I forgot to return it. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't play last of us two. I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't even play it. <laughs> Sean will tell you differently, but my god. And the funny thing was last year I rated that game higher in my top 10 games than Sean did, and I hate it way more than he liked it, but whatever. Hey, next up on the wrap-up, God of War Ragnarok has been rated in Saudi Arabia for PS4 and PS5. Uh, people have scraped, have scraped the PSN, revealing a September 30th release date. Now, Now, that, of course, is the end of Q3. However, September thirtieth is also a Friday. Now, I I don't know what this means other than we're definitely getting Ragnarok this year in the game, not real life. Um, but probably real life too. The way the last couple of years have gone. Uh, God of War has always been a spring game. All the other mainline games were March until God of War 2018 came out in April. 2018? I think I said that, Sean. You'll let me know in the chat here in a second. God of War 2018 came out in April. September kind of makes sense. September's when Metal Gear Solid Five came out. September's when Spider-Man came out. I don't know, I, I I could see it, but it's so weird for them to finally go for like a fall, quote-unquote fall. I know it's not fall. Well, it's kind of fall, de- depending on when it comes out. It'd be weird for Sony, but um, this just makes me happy, because I think we're definitely going to get God of War Ragnarok this year, and I cannot freaking wait. Mario Kart 9 is apparently in active development with a, quote, new twist on the genre. I don't even know, man. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was perfect. I, I don't know how any... Mario Kart game can be any better Um, it's so funny how my Switch is just completely a first party machine right now Uh, and I got my Xbox which is also going to be a first party machine it's a Game Pass machine I will literally never ever ever buy a game on Xbox Um, but yeah if Mario Kart 9 comes out (laughs) I'll get it we'll do Let's Plays we'll do all the fun stuff for sure According to Jeff Grubb, Jedi: Fallen Order two is going to get a reveal before E3 this year. I cannot wait. Like I was kind of, I thought Jedi: Fallen Order was good. I never thought it was to the levels that some people were hyping it up to be. Uh, people, oh, it was a Soulsborne Star Wars. Eh, no, it was just stupid, difficult in a couple of spots and stuff, and it was ridiculous. But I love this story. I love the end. I hate that EA spoiled, my God, they spoiled the reveal in commercials like two weeks after it came out, which was so stupid. Um, but I am all on board for Jedi Fallen Order 2. I cannot wait to see it. And, yeah. I think the new twist is some sort of open world type thing. I know that sounds weird, but I have a feeling maybe sort of Mario Golfish. Hmm. Oh, so like a Forza Horizon Five thing, Sean, is what you're saying. I like it from Mario Kart. I dig it. Uh, also, supp- supposedly, Jedi Fallen Order Two is targeting a fall 22 release date. Yeah, no kidding. But this is the other report I saw. The Kotor remake is targeting 2023. To me, I feel like that's way too soon. I, I want. I've never played Kotor or Two uh i want to play it so bad but i want them to do this remake right um so 2023 or 2024 i don't care just get it right hey john there you go you stole the words right out on my mouth uh next up final fantasy 16 development has been delayed apparently for half a year due to covid the next reveal of final fantasy 16 is coming spring 2022 so sean we might be in trouble getting this game next year we will see I still think it's coming out next year, but I want that game so bad. It looks so good. Ghost of Tsushima has sold over 8 million copies so far. Good for you. Uh, Hyrule Warriors has sold 4 million plus copies. Uh, Babylon's Fall has gone gold. It's out March 3rd. And is anybody... Anybody care? Any, 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 anybody care? No? No? Okay. Nobody Saves the World, the new game from Drinkbox, who did Guacamelee, Guacamelee 2, and my favorite game ever on VD, like I said earlier, Severed. Uh, their new game, Nobody Saves the World, is coming out day one on Game Pass, January 18th. So I will play that because I have an Xbox. Speaking of Game Pass, also, exactly. Okay. Rainbow Six Extraction is launching on Game Pass day one on January 20th. Okay. It will be the first Ubisoft game coming day one on Game Pass. Also, separate from Game Pass, Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox. Man, like, I... I don't even know. Doesn't Ubisoft just make the same game? Like, I loved Immortals Phoenix Rising so much, but like everything they make is open world, blah, 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 or it's Tom Clancy, blah, blah, blah. Like, who's going to pay for this? I I don't care. If you like it, good for you. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut is coming to PC this spring, and there will be an upgrade path for those that have already bought Death Stranding on PC. P.S. Now in January. Hell yeah. Sean says in the chat, Derek has about as many ways to spell as Sean does. Derek replies, yeah, it does. But only one way is the right way. Right, Sean? Yes. By the way. You would think there's only one way to spell Kevin. However, I get emails at work <laughs> where people have to actually like click on my name, and then they're like, "Hey Kevin." Well, the the best is when they say, "Hey Keith," even though I'm Kevin. But the best, <laughs> the second best part is when they're like they spell Kevin, even though they clicked on my name in the address book as K E V E N K E V E N or k-e-v-i-n i mean k-i-v never mind i'm an idiot k-i-v-e-n kiven my name is kiven kiven but the best when they call me keith even though it's kevin i love how it's like but the worst is when do they spell it? k-e-v-i-n all right chat catch up uh PS Now in January is getting Mortal Kombat 11, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, Super Time Force Ultra, which is STFU, by the way, if you look at the uh, the thing thingamajiggy, and other games. This is old news at this point, but games for gold for January were announced Xbox is getting Neuro Voider, A Ground, Radiant Silver Gun, and Space Invaders Infinity, Space Invaders Infinity Gene. PS Plus. K-E-V-A-N, you're right. Yep, yep. I've seen K-E-V-A-N. Like, I don't know how it's not that hard. It's just Kevin. There's. It's just Kevin. I'm not Kavan. Eric all the time. <laughs> PS Plus for January. PlayStation owners will get Persona 5 Strikers, which is a Persona Musou game. Dirt 5 and Deep Rock Galactic, which I guess is Minecraft in space, so there's that. Again, I I don't even know why Xbox like you have Game Pass. Just give up on the live, like the the games with gold games shouldn't exist. There, there's no point. PS Plus, I get it until they release Project Spartacus or whatever. I get while we do the free games and everything, and at least normally they're good. This month is just yeah, not great. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for episode two hundred and sixty-six of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you all so much for being here uh, again, this is really tough for me to do by myself. Um, I am, (laughs) my mouth is so dry right now after talking by myself for an hour and plus. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Um, all the love to Sean and Brittany and baby girl. Um, Derek peace out as well, bro. Uh, but this was fun and thank y'all for hanging in there with me. Next week, we'll see what happens. But until that time, Kevin, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.